What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to yet another edition of Hardcore Rules, starring yours truly, Senor Internacional. Mr. International here. It is Tuesday, January the 19th. Man, so I don't know what if the energy's off, or maybe Mars really is up Uranus or my anus, but um, yeah, it's been a weird fucking week. Like, bad, you know, just not, I've been really edgy, bad energy. I thought I'd finally chilled out yesterday. And then, of course, I opened my email in the morning to this really outlandish email from this attorney that I've never heard of. And um, the funny part about things is that I've noticed like every year there'll be some, I'll get an email from some dick attorney that I've never met before or talked to. And it's like, dude, when you've never talked to somebody before or they're a complete stranger to you, why do you, like, what's the purpose of coming across um, or being such an asshole? But I guess that's their nature. So I have this case where this guy, um, you know, he used my services. We got a bunch of money for him. And then after we settled this case, he decided to move over to another attorney. Now, the question is, what do you do with all the money? Do I keep the money or does, do I give it to the new attorney? Because my fees are in that money that I get. So long story short, we've been trying to contact this new attorney for months, like literally months, emails, phone calls, and finally even a certified letter. So there's no dispute. I'm covering my ass. And sure enough, guess what? No response. And then finally, you know, we finally send more emails and all of a sudden, boom, we get an email back. Nasty email for the first time ever we hear from this motherfucker. He's like, this is not happening. Not even not even addressing me. No, nothing. It's just like, this is not happening. You're violating the bar rules. And by the way, he's actually the one violating the rules. But I guess he must be sucking Trump's cock, which is weird because he's he's got a Middle Eastern name and Trump doesn't like Middle Easterners. But anyways, long story short, uh, he's trying to this this Trump bullshit where he's trying to out of the blue, like when I'm I'm being very amicable and nice even though he's the one basically fucking things up. He's trying to accuse me of doing wrong, and he's demanding I send him over all the money, including money I'm owed. Now, what kind of a moron would send somebody else money that they are actually owed? Because then I have to fight for somebody to get my own money back? Fuck off. So, you know, me being the diligent guy I am, I actually talked to a few ethics attorneys uh, who are experts, and even they were like, who the fuck is this guy? He's completely wrong. So it kind of ruined my day a little bit, but you know, I, I've been focusing on the, you know, my own mental health of like two things, the fuck off mentality, like the so what mentality. So what? Who cares? Some random, I get a random email from some random loser with in a failing career. Why am I letting that affect me? And the, okay, who cares? Next on the list. It's kind of like, and you kind of have to do, you have to have, you have to be that way because before you kind of stew in these things. Um, but, and before I'd kind of panic a little bit because I'd be like, oh man, did I do something wrong? And I, I know I hadn't because I actually checked all this shit months ago before I started this process. Cause just seeing the guy's name, I knew, I knew he was kind of going to be, be a problem. Um, and I always wonder, I, I always kind of figure any attorney that takes over a case after it's been settled already, <laughs> there must be something wrong with that attorney. Cause generally you must be really fucking desperate because there's not, not going to be any money in the case really when the other attorneys already finished doing all the work. So most of the time, if a client came to me, for example, um, and they already had another attorney and their case had mostly been done, I wouldn't take the case. Um, but I guess th this is probably how this guy works and he comes from an impoverished mentality. But 
anyways, that, you know, it kind of is interesting because as far as I've come in my own uh, life's mental path and emotional path, like it's still when you read something like that, I still tend to absorb it. And so it still felt like a bit of a gut punch because um, it's like, where did that come from? Because, you know, you're just caring about your day, doing things right, being kind to people. But then, you know, you, you have to quickly wake up and say, well, hey, I'm in Los Angeles. And people are just, you're going to meet a lot of assholes here and people are very money hungry and whatever. So, you know, I'm going to bide my time a little bit. Um, and my, my two prong approach is the following. I'm going to send, basically, I'm going to send an email to him, which is even nastier. And I'm basically going to quote everything he says. <laughs> so I'm going to completely throw it back in his face. And then I'm going to send him a very formal uh, letter, certified mail again, that if he doesn't respond to that one, I'm going to take further action. So I'm going to just fuck with these guys. That's a problem with these idiots that um, I don't know. I don't know if they don't have time or they're just like, if you don't have time, quit because you're violating all sorts of attorney rules by not responding. Um, you know, you're depriving your client of the funds that I'm trying to give to him and things like that. So it's kind of weird, but you know, Every day, you know, I thought, man, I got to get out of this big city, which I do. But, you know, in, in life anyway, it doesn't matter where you live. Even when I grew up in a small town in Canada, like you're still always going to meet assholes that are going to take you off guard. They're going to catch you off guard with like their abruptness or their stupidity, their, their lack of education in the way they speak. And they're basically, you know, we categorize them as bullies. I, I actually think bullies have... I think it's too easy to call people bullies. I think a lot of these people have mental problems. Actually, I really do. Um, they just do. Like anybody that talks to another human being that they don't know in a certain way, unprovoked, they have a mental problem. And yeah, you could say, well, maybe they're having a bad day. Okay, well, in that moment, they were having a mental problem when they had that, you know, and, that, and that's not an excuse, um, in my opinion, unless you're going to apologize to that person afterwards, you know. There's just a lot of mental health problems going on. I hope shit starts cooling down now that Drumpty Dumpty is gone. But even if it doesn't, um, who cares? Like, you just have to focus on yourself. So it did set me off in my game yesterday, I'll admit. But on the flip side, I know I had made progress because I think in years gone by, that sort of little thing. And can, can, I want you to reframe this whole thing, right? Imagine you're going about your day and on a computer screen with a bunch of electrons, out comes one, one sentence with a bunch of letters on it. And imagine how one sentence has the power to affect your day emotionally. Now, if you just look at it from that standpoint, does it not sound absolutely asinine or ridiculous that a fucking words on a computer screen, which don't even exist tangibly, can actually fuck with you mentally in your day? So when somebody's doing an emotional drive-by on you, like I like to call it, fuck them. Part of me should have just immediately replied, fuck you, but I'm a very methodical guy. So I'm going to come at him with a, a multi-pronged attack where I'm going to basically put him in a trap where he really fucks up even more. So, because that's just how I roll and it's worked every time. That's the funny part. Whenever <laughs> in the last few years, I've really started like pushing back when there's like a bully like this and I've won every time literally. And when I started, when I started pushing back and like winning, I thought, Man, what was I so afraid of all these years? I know I'm right. I guess I was just always afraid to act. And I, to, admittedly, even though I do win all the time, it's like it still takes its toll on me, which is why I just like I don't like doing it in the first place. But anyways, such is life. I thought that I'd recount that to you. So, you know, when you you get into these experience, when you have an experience or an encounter in a day that throws you off, don't stew in it too much. Like I ended up doing yesterday a little bit, probably too much. 
but do look at how you can deal with that situation. And you know what, man? Let me tell you this much. Let's say you go to a coffee shop and the the person serving you is a jerk to you or a bitch or a dick or whatever. Like, let's say you leave the coffee shop and two hours pass and you're like, man, that guy, that guy serving me coffee was so rude to me for no reason. Ne you know, d don't stew in it. You know what you should do? Go back, even if it's fucking a day later, go back into that coffee shop and give them a piece of your mind. Literally, just go back. Don't even order coffee. Just go back and say, you know what? I was here yesterday and you were really rude to me. And I just wanted to tell you, fuck you. Bye. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, a lot of people say, like Michelle Obama says, you know, when they go low, we go high. That's great. And I do think there's a lot to that. But when somebody gives you their bad energy, give it back to them. This is totally underplayed. Give it back to them. Shove it down their throat. Take a jackhammer and just fucking drill it down their throat. Give it back to them. Um, and this sounds bad, but you're going to actually feel great. I've actually done that on occasion, not the coffee thing, but here and there with little things. And even if a lot of time passes, I realize instead of me stewing about it, let me just fucking strike back. And even if it's like too little too late, I realize it's never really too late. It's really never too late to give somebody a piece of your mind. Like I have a friend of mine, former friend of mine who used to fucking try to take advantage of me all the time back in high school. And as I was growing up, I was wanting to borrow money and lying to me. And of course, he still wants to be my friend now. And as I've grown up, I've kind of cut off anybody I thought was a, just a loser. And, you know, he's always trying to contact me and he's always giving me these harebrained stories about these deals he's cutting, even though he's completely broke. I don't think he's even made enough money to even file a tax return for the, his entire life. Um, so I just started doing the same thing back. I actually started making up stories about how I'm cutting these huge international deals and I can't talk to him. And when he would give me a, an idea for a, a stupid business idea, like he wants to make N95 masks for COVID, I'm like, um, we're like a year into the virus, dude. There's a vaccine and there's like trillions of masks already. <laughs> Anyways, I'll call him out on it. Instead of like listening to his nonsense, I'll be like, what kind of a stupid idea is that? That's not an idea. So anyways, think about doing a drive-by back to the people that do it to you. It'll actually be amazing. Try experimenting with it. It's fucking great. So have a good day, LA. Tune in tomorrow for another edition de Hardcore Rules. Eh?